I'm taking us into the discussion I really want to share with you my heart today concerning Westover as a church to go to another level. What does that mean? In Psalm chapter 78, verses 4 through 6, it says, We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about His power and mighty wonders, so that the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born. And they in turn will teach their children. What I am saying, and I'm calling Westover, to a renewed focus, emphasis, and priority on kids and children's ministry as well as student ministry. It is a statistical reality that if a child has a meaningful connection with Jesus before the fifth grade, every parent and grandparent, you should zone in on this. Studies tell us if a child has a meaningful connection with Jesus before the fifth grade, there is an 85% likelihood that child will grow up to be a lifelong follower of Jesus Christ. If a child does not have a meaningful connection with Jesus by the fifth grade, that likelihood of them being a lifelong follower of Jesus Christ goes down to 14%. What does it say? It says that we cannot be ambivalent about kids in student ministry. We must do everything we can because there is a headwind of culture and the ch church cannot be ambivalent in this day. We must contend. We must do our very best to reach our children, that next generation, for Jesus Christ. A reality is to do ministry in the 21st century, you have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. It takes a different strategy to do ministry in the 21st century for children and students than it did when many of us were growing up. Many of us were in a Sunday school in a church, and if the teacher just had colored chalk, that was exciting. But you get kids that have been raised on the Internet and are wired in on devices, you can't just use a flannel graph or colored chalk. You've got to engage them with technology. That's what I'm saying. The challenge today is greater than many of us when we were growing up. But the cause is still important. We must reach kids, students, for Jesus Christ at a strategic age. Let me talk to you about our present student center. And I mentioned to you last week that I was going to do that this weekend. Our present student center, where middle school, high school, and even young adult ministry takes place, is the building next door to us. It's the red brick building. That is our first auditorium. That's the first building we built back in 1988. I remember September 1988 when 262 people came for our very first service. There are some of you here in this room. I performed your marriage ceremony in that building. Uh, that building is how this church, or everything we are today started from that building. That's where we had our first services when on, a, on a piece of property that we owned for the very first time. That's where the church started. We've built this auditorium, and we have repurposed, remodeled, redone that building several times. We've had that building for some 30 years. It was built for a congregation much smaller. The auditorium seats about 220, 225, something in that ballpark over there. And there was a time that was sufficient for the church. 
Well, we've remodeled and repurposed it, but honestly, that facility has logistical challenge, structural challenges. There are many of the interior walls that are low-bearing walls, and we can't remove it. And what we have done for the last several years, honestly, is we have designed ministry around room sizes. We've said, no, we can't do that because the room is this. We can't do this because the room is. We have to do this because this is the only size room we have. We can't make the room any bigger because that's a load-bearing wall and this is a load-bearing wall. Behind the building, we brought in 20 years ago portable buildings. We bought those buildings used, brought them on the property, remodeled them, and we have worn them out in 20 years. And we were facing a dilemma. What do we do? We have uh, annex portable buildings that are in disrepair, need a major renovation, but they're really not sized the way we need. We have an auditorium that needs some renovation and some updating, but it's still at best it has limitations because of, of the uh, interior walls or low-bearing walls. We couldn't really design it the way we needed to. And we were desiring to do ministry in the 21st century with, with tools and facilities that really couldn't match that. So there was this conversation in our leadership last year. What do we do? It's time to do something different regarding a student center. There was discussion about demoing that building and beginning all over again and building a brand new state-of-the-art student center right where that building is now. The challenge is it's still across the parking lot. And that has been a limitation for having students and sometimes kids go across our busiest uh, driveway and moving traffic in and out and having children go back and forth over there and students go back and forth over there. Then there was a discussion about maybe we need to just build a different student center over by the east entrance. We, we brought in an architectural firm. They gave us drawings and gave us a proposal of where we could lo locate a facility over here, and we considered both. They were both uh, options, and we were looking at it. The cost of something like that was somewhere about $3.5 million to do it. And if that's what I felt like God wanted us to do, for those that know me, I would lead that charge. If God's in it, I'll climb the hill. If God says it, we'll do it. But in my heart, to be honest with you, I just didn't feel like that was God's solution. So I just told the leadership team we need to look at it, study it, and continue to pray about it. And in the course of time, about a year went by, and I'm just laboring over this. God, what are we going to do? Have you ever had conversations with God where you're saying, God, you need to get, you need to kind of get up with it, God. You're, you're dragging your heels, Lord. God, you need to have a solution. What are we going to do? And I, I knew we could build a new student center, but there were some other dreams that I had in my heart. I felt like the Lord spoke to me. And I said, well, if we do that, we won't be able to do these other significant things. So what do we do? It was a year-long prayer and conversation with the Lord. And one day I walk in my office on the second floor at the end of the hallway, and I sit down, and I'm having that conversation with God. And I'm going to tell you, I felt like the Lord whispered to my spirit the solution. Sitting in my office, and I felt like the Lord spoke to my heart and said, you're sitting in your student center. What? I'm sitting, oh, Lord, I'm sitting in my office. I'm sitting in my office. I'm not sitting in my student center. 
And I felt like the Lord said, you're sitting in your brand new student center. And all of a sudden, I got up out of the chair. In about an hour, I'm walking around the offices and down the halls, and I'm doing this. I'm counting those two-foot-by-two-foot ceiling tiles, measuring. I'm saying two, four, six, eight, ten. I'm going down the line. And within an hour, I realized that in the office area, in the office suites we had over there, there was sufficient square footage already in the building for a brand new state-of-the-art student center. So that's what I want to share with you. Phase one, here's what we're doing. Phase one, we're going to take the office. I kicked myself out of my office, okay? That's what I've done. I kicked myself out of my office. I said, hey, I'll stand on my head to reach the next generation for Jesus. I've already moved out of my office. We've moved all of the staff out of the office. We've closed down those offices. We've been doing that in the month of December. In the first weeks of January, we moved all the staff out of the office. Phase one, we're taking some 6,500 square feet of the office, which includes my office and other offices we had there. We're repurposing that, and we're going to build a student auditorium. And I discovered there is enough space in there to build a new auditorium larger than the student center auditorium we have. We have an auditorium that's about 220. We have room to build an auditorium upstairs that will seat some 300 people in one room and an auditorium. So we're repurposing that space right now. We're going to take the upstairs area outside. We're not going to knock out some walls and create a common space, a place where students can come, just a hangout area for students to come, middle school and high school. When they come, they'll own it. It'll be their split, their place uh, for them to have. Phase two is we're going to take rooms 203, 204, and another office suite. We're going to absorb that into this project, remodel it, repurpose it. And I'm giving with phase one and phase two over 13,000 square feet of our building to our students. We're going to build a brand new state-of-the-art student center in this building. They won't, the students and the children will not have to go across the parking lot anymore. It'll be in this building. We'll have our student ministry here. We'll have our kids ministry here. We'll have our adult ministry. All our ministry will be under one roof right here. We have already begun to work on this. We think we're going to have phase one of this done by summer. We're going to have phase two, the other portion of the student center, by the end of summer or in the fall. In other words, by the end of this year, I'll have all 13,000 square foot fully operational, fully functional. We've hired a company to come in and design it to give it uh, that that to give it that appearance and to, and to be able to bring the technology in the rooms to just maximize it for its greatest use. And the winds out of it are this. Again, it'll be in this building. We can start it this year and complete it this year. If we were going to build a separate building, it would take us two to three years to get it done. I've been through that process before. It's two to three years at the soonest we could have built a separate building or demo or put up a new building. And we can do it for about 20% of the cost 
of what it was going to take us to build another building because we have the building already built and we're just going to remodel it and repurpose it. So construction has already begun. We've already moved out of the offices. We've moved offices all over. In fact, many of you don't know, behind the platform we have nurseries on the first level. On the second level behind this platform are offices. We had some office areas we weren't using, so we've moved all of our staff out. We've redesigned offices, moved them in. Everybody's working in tighter quarters. We told everybody, scoot over some and lose weight. So that's the, that's the, that's the goal this year. And I'll tell you, it's working for us. You know, it's kind of when God gives you the idea and you realize why you're doing it, hey, we can make adjustments and we can make it work. That's what we're doing. By the end of this year, we're going to have a grand opening on a brand new state-of-the-art student center. Phase three of this, and it's in the brochure, we're taking this church to the next level. What are we going to do with the existing student center and the property over there once we move out of it? That's our first building. Uh, everything we are as a church, we can trace back to the roots of that building. Uh, again, I made mention, there's some of you in here, I performed your wedding ceremony in that, in that building uh, and uh, dedicated your babies in that building. My, my kids grew up, every, they grew up and that was their church building. That was the building they grew up in and went to church and kids ministry and, and youth ministry. That was the building. It all, I tell people, every brick in that building I prayed in we were building it and saying, oh, God, help us, and people rallied together, that building has a lot of memories for me. But you know what? That's in the past. We're looking forward to reaching the next generation. What are we going to do with that facility? When we're all done with this process, we're going to sell that corner, going to sell that building, and we're going to use the funds, the money from the sale of that to go outside 1604, buy property, and plant two more Westover campuses. It was, it, it's in my heart, and I shared with this church back in 2014 that the Lord had put a burden on my heart to plant other churches. And with the sale of that property, we're going to take that money, and it's going to become the seed, if you please, and we're going to plant additional Westover campuses. I was in a city planning meeting last year, and here's what they're saying. The city of San Antonio is projected to double in population in the next 20 years. Now, for some of you, that's not good news. I realize that. Yeah, you're trying to get down 471 to 1604, and the traffic backs up for a mile. I understand that. I understand that. And they tell us that a large portion of that population is going to be located in northwest San Antonio. So we're going to go out. We're going to go out west and northwest. And to a people not yet born, Psalm 78, families are going to move to San Antonio in houses that are not yet built. They're going to have children that are not yet born. But in that moment when they look for a church, we're going to be there and we're going to be able to extend our heart 
and ministry to them. We're going to reach the next generation for Jesus Christ. So in this initiative, this going to the next level is not only the students in hand, the, the kids' ministry here, but it's reaching the next generation. Let me share with you at Westover what my commitment, what our commitment is to your family as I bring this to a close. Our commitment to you as a pastor and as a church, number one, world-class kids' ministry and student ministry. We cannot engage this generation that is wired with flannel grass and colored chalk. We have to engage them with technology and strategies that engage their interests, that engages their creativity. And we commit to you, as we have, to world-class kids and student ministry. Number two, our commitment to you is to partner with you as families for spiritual support, for spiritual impact, and for spiritual guidance. And I emphasize the word partner. We can't do it for you, but we will partner with you. We will provide ministry that will make a difference in your family and your life. We need you to be a part. We're going to come alongside you because we want to see your children, your family. We want to see your grandchildren become all that God wants for them. Number three, we, we are committing to call families to God's highest purposes. God has a plan for your family. God has a plan for your six-year-old son. God has a plan for your eight-year-old daughter. But I'm going to tell you something else. Satan has a plan for them as well. And we need to get in front of the conversation and we need to lead your family, lead your children into a, an experience with God that is life-changing. Number four, we commit to invest a majority of our facilities, of our energy, of our staff, and of our resources to minister to your family. Unapologetically, Westover family, unapologetically I stand before you and say, we invest a disproportional amount of resources, space, energy to kids and student ministry. When we're done with this, this 95, 97,000 square foot building right here, adults will be using about a third of it. Two-thirds of this facility will be used by children and youth. We commit from our budget, from the time a child is born, all the way to high school right now, a family that has three children, we commit $1,500 per child per year to minister to them. That is to say, a family with three children, we're going to spend from our budget $4,500 this year to minister to them. Every child from the nursery, we run eight nurseries. We run preschool. We run elementary. We run middle school. We run high school. We staff that. We have technology, we have sound systems, we have screens in the room. Could we do it cheaper? Absolutely. But then we would just be doing average. And I say we can't do average 
that if they're your kids and eternity is at stake, we need to be above average in every area and we cannot take the middle ground. If we're, if we're going to make a difference, we need, to, we need to show it in our investment. And that's what we commit to do. And so I'm asking two things from you. If, this is your, if Westover is your church home, I'm just asking two things that will help us in this journey. One, one is faithfully tithe. Your tithe is the fuel for the engine of Westover and makes ministry happen. Number two, I'm going to ask you to prayerfully consider making a commitment to the Kingdom Builders Fund this year to help us in this initiative. Our goal is that the remodel is to pay for it and not borrow any money. And so we have lined these steps out, and at the bottom, there's just a portion. I'm going to ask you to take it home, pray about it, if God lays something on your heart to be a part of it, to partner with us, I'm not going to call you and ask you for anything. I'm not going to twist arms. Jim Ryan doesn't do that. I figure if it doesn't come from the heart, it doesn't work. And I put it before you. Would you invest your heart and resources to help us go to the next level by giving something monthly or perhaps you're going to get an income tax refund and say, I'm going to do something special there for the kingdom builders. I'm going to ask that you prayerfully consider this. The last weekend of this month, we're going to take a special offering for the kingdom builders fund to initiate this. You're welcome to give now, but if you need a week or two to think and have a conversation as a family, that's all right. Please do that. And with that in mind, I'm going to invite our ushers to move forward. And we're going to receive the Lord's tithing offering this morning and kingdom builders. This church is supported. Everything we do is from your generosity. Kids ministry, student ministry is because you love Westover and you believe in what we're doing. And you're willing to invest your tithe here. And I'm mindful to thank you. Thank you for what you do. Because of your faithfulness, we accomplish all that we accomplish. But our next step, our next level, we can't go without you. And I believe the Lord is going to cause several to partner with us, many families to partner with us in this journey. If you're giving by check or cash, please always place that in a contribution envelope. It's right there. We have online and, of course, text to give. This is for the regular support of this church. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your goodness. Wow. Westover's had quite a journey in 33-plus years. From one little building next door to now a campus that is reaching out and thinking about planning additional campuses, expecting people to move and into San Antonio, and we want to be there to extend our heart to them. We commit, God, today to reach that next generation, to have world-class kids' ministry, to make a difference. Emphasizing children's and youth ministry is the DNA of Westover because we believe a strong faith will build a strong family. And I thank you for the partnership of God's people today. Bless them. 
as we give to honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly, as they receive the offering, let me just make mention before I dismiss about our growth track. You've heard it on the video and you're hearing it from the platform because it's important. Every Sunday at 10 a.m., we have a growth track. Last week it was Connection. The first uh, Sunday of next month, it will be on Connection again. If you're coming, you're saying, I, I'm not connecting. I haven't connected. And I want to connect. We invite you to go to Growth Track 1, first Sunday of the month, 10 a.m. in room 100 is Connection. Today it's on spiritual growth. Next weekend is Discovery. The theme of next week, 10 a.m., room 100, is discovery. If you would like to discover your gift on how God can use you and how God can work in your life, some of you say, I, I'm unqualified. God has gifted you, and the class next week will help you understand that. I invite you to be a part of it. Thank you for your partnership. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for being a part of our Kingdom Builders. God bless you. You're dismissed.